0: All right, so there's very little preamble this week because there's not a ton to say about this one. So lately we've been going through these early BBC things, and I was saying how uh, I never know what's going to come up. I'm just trying to sift through this stuff and see what happens. But it's uh, annoyingly random, you know, like no one has really... If there is some big essay somebody wrote about this whole period of history, I don't know where to find it. because <laughs> you know? uh, So the thing we watched last week, remember it was the uh, 1946 in review, because the BBC mm-hmm. had shut down for seven years due to the war. Then they came back and they did a retrospective of the first year back. And they said at the end, like, there's 1946 in the books. And they closed the book and put it on the shelf. And we will do one next year and every year henceforth for the chronicling the BBC. So uh, that clip, it turns out, actually was uploaded by the BBC themselves. It wasn't just some random person who had it. That was the BBC. So presumably if they had any more, they would have uploaded those as well. But that 1946 one is the only one that was on archive.org. And again, like as far as not chronicling this stuff, like it would be nice if there was a description in the upload of like, how come there's no more? or were there more my my theory is like cuz that was obviously shot on film and we found out they didn't start recording to tape till 1950 like 8 or something so if they did do more either they didn't do more or if they did maybe they weren't recorded like shot on film so maybe they just didn't have them anymore i, I don't know it would be nice if if i if i if i could know <laughs> but there's mm. just It's like there's just this random mess of stuff and no... So you
1: didn't put in something like uh, BBC Retrospective 1947?
0: Well, basically what I'm doing on archive.org is I've just set it to search for BBC and then you can um, whittle down the search. So I took out all the audio because I was saying like last week there was a lot of uh, records and stuff that were on BBC Radio. So just video... And then I'm just going through year by year. So 1946 was that thing. 1947 was nothing. 1948, nothing. 1940, just nothing until... No, 1949 is the next thing that I found. And even this, this is tenuous. This is weird. So again, it's like uh, it's like slippery. It's like an eel <laughs> like trying to hold on to the history of the BBC. But it's just a lot of big gaps and not a lot of explanation as to... I assume the explanation is just they just don't have this stuff anymore. There's probably no more to it than that. It, but it would be nice to have a little more information about why there's these, there's so little. So what we did find, this uh, almost seems like something that uh, we could have, I probably would have skipped normally because it's another Sherlock Holmes pilot. And if you remember we did one before, it was an unaired Sherlock Holmes pilot from
1: nineteen fifty one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it
0: was like it was relatively well done, I think. Like it was uh where they had actual outdoor shots and horses and stuff. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, they had they had a lot of scene changes in that one as I remember, seven or eight.
0: Yeah, and that was just one that never got aired at all. Where this one it's hard to say that it's even a BBC thing, except that it's in the BBC search, so I assume, and it's Sherlock Holmes, I think it it originated from England, but what happened with this one, it was a little earlier, it was 1949, and uh, it's uh, one of the books was called The Adventure of the Speckled Band, or one of the stories, so this is that story, that Sherlock Holmes story. So yeah, this was originally created as a yet another pilot series for some Sherlock Holmes films, and... What they did with this one, because we've ran into this before, too, is it aired on the NBC series Your Showtime, where I think the one we watched before was called Alcoa Theater, where it was just different random things each week, and they would sneak in unaired pilots as episodes of the anthology. So that's what happened with this one. They had this unaired uh, Sherlock Holmes pilot, so they just threw it in as an episode of the NBC series Your Showtime. So... It aired in America, but I presume because it's in the BBC listing on archive.org, it must have been a British production on some level, but maybe not. Again, it's so hard to figure out what I'm looking at, you know? It's like it's just a big bunch of stuff, and the actual story behind these things is hard to say. So this one is double weird. It's Sherlock Holmes, which we've already done a Sherlock Holmes thing from only two years later, and it's not quite BBC, it actually aired in America but I'm just, uh, there's so little, there's such rags of this era of BBC, I'm like, that'll have to do, that's what we got for this week so...
1: (laughs) Okay, so let's check it out Okay So who was it? The stepfather who arranged all this?
0: Yeah, although I don't really know why. See, <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of weird. The Sherlock Holmes plot was that some lady got killed because her stepdad put an exotic snake through a hole in the wall that bit her, but they didn't really explain what he had to gain from this murder <laughs> so I don't know whatever I guess
1: I had it very very disjointed yes yeah, even yeah. though even with the narrator
0: yeah it seems uh, partially British and partially American very hard to tell what was going on with that so anyway yeah there was another Sherlock Holmes pilot which was worse than the other yeah, one that I also mean, usually
1: your, your thing for a plot is who how when and why okay who why who knows why
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's like in the story it probably all kind of Makes yes. more sense. Yeah. And I mean, that's always the classic thing, too, of, like, I've never enjoyed writing from that era because the classic one is, like, Dickens, and it's like, well, you know, he did get paid by the word. It's like, yeah, well, I'm not getting paid by the word to read it. <laughs> you know? So I don't need all this fucking extraneous nonsense. That's what it felt like. It's like that type of thing. So uh, the actual television, I would say, is a very little note this week. But I guess what is a little more interesting, I did find how I was saying that uh, it's annoying that I can't, Piece these things together better and get a better picture of what was going on with the BBC at this time. So I, I did do a little search and I found that there are Wikipedia entries for each year of British television that do help clear things up a little bit. So I guess I'll, I'll like work this into my research, but mainly I guess what it confirms is that there really wasn't anything going on. Like the reason there's this gap and that there's no shows to be found is because there just really wasn't any. So for instance, 1947 in British television. Uh, In February, you know, BBC's only been back for less than a year. The BBC television service is temporarily suspended for the first time since World War II due to a national fuel crisis. So already it's it's done again, and there's nothing else happens till November when they have the, the... the cenotaph. <laughs> so, so that year's a wash. <laughs> like, so uh, yeah, there definitely also explains why they didn't continue, seemingly didn't continue the what happened each year. Because in 1947 we shut down due to the fuel crisis and we barely came yeah. back by the end of the year. <laughs> so yeah, and we can go through these highlights of TV. Won't take long because there's very few. Uh, November 1947, they showed the marriage of Elizabeth II.
1: Queen Elizabeth to Prince Philip.
0: And it was viewed okay, by an estimated 400,000 viewers. So they were getting up yeah. there already with like a and lot of... And they were
1: definitely television. still rationing in 1947 because there's stories about how people uh, gave their coupons to... They turned them into somewhere so that it uh, could be converted into money to buy silk so that the queen's, the princess at that time her dress, to to contribute to her dress and to contribute to her wedding.
0: Wow. What a bunch of simps. I wouldn't do that shit. (laughs) Deal with your own dress, lady. So then uh, 1948, the television newsreel begins. Uh, The first Olympic coverage happens that year. That's it? That's it for the whole year. (laughs) Like, again, just nothing. And they've got a list of, like, okay, so for instance, 1948. Debuting shows, just the television newsreel. Continuing shows... BBC Wimbledon, For the Children, which is some kids' show, Picture Page, The Boat Race, BBC Cricket, you know, just all this type of sports shit, Uh, something called Kaleidoscope, Muffin the Mule, and Cafe Continental. And I looked up some of these individual shows, and a lot of these do have a listing on their wiki page about their preservation efforts, and it's either Nothing Exists, or there was one show that said the BBC has, like, three episodes on Kinescope, but there's no link to where you can watch them. They just have them in their archives. So, yeah, there's just barely anything on TV. So that's 1948. And then since this was 1949, this year, BBC Television revives the regular television weather forecast. They didn't even have the weather regularly <laughs> until 1949. And
1: didn't we see one of those? Yeah, the guy, he had this black and white map. Of course, everything was black
0: and white. And... uh
1: yeah, we saw a little a little spritz on that. And in
0: 1949, they uh, started broadcasting Come Dancing, a TV ballroom dancing competition. So that's kind of the original American Idol. <laughs> that's where all that shit started. And uh, in October, How Do You View, the first comedy series on British TV. And then uh, in December 1949, a TV transmitter opened in the Midlands, making it the first part of the UK outside of London to be able to receive the BBC. So that brings us up to where we were in 1949. So yeah, like the fact that there were was nothing on archive.org makes sense. Because when yeah. you look at it that way, it's like, yeah, yeah just not much going on. Very yeah. slow start.
1: And and two, you got a country that's recovering from a world war. They probably had a whole lot of other things that they were having to deal with like, like rationing, lack of jobs, repairing all that damage that happened. Yeah. So uh, TV probably was considered pretty frivolous.
0: So I guess on the plus side, this is skipping us through the early years very quickly because there's just nothing there. The only reason this thing was there is because it was partnered with NBC (laughs) or this wouldn't exist either. So, uh, who knows, next week I'll see if I can find anything from 1950, but if not, we'll just go as well, far as we got to go. we ahead. <laughs> Until something shows up. But this is kind of neat, because like I said before too, because uh, we, we kind of jumped in with uh, American television. I didn't try to start from the very start, because that would be even more nebulous and weird. So it is kind of neat that even though this is very scattered and spotty or whatever... You know, we really did start at the start of British TV, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah, we're already up to 1950 because uh, there's there wasn't not much. A whole
1: lot happening. Yep. And when you consider that CBC didn't start until 1952, I think mm. it was.
0: So and I presume I if there we there's nothing
1: happening in Canada.
0: Yeah, if we ever <laughs> actually go down the Canadian branch, it's going to be even less <laughs> documented, I assume, because it seems like with that like 1946 year in review like England wanted to to keep records of this stuff. It just they just couldn't or didn't, <laughs> you know, but at least they tried. I can't imagine that Canada even had enough sense of uh you know like BBC has this kind of like we're the BBC, you know, and the radio heritage and like this is important. Where I just have a feeling Canada probably did not have that vibe. <laughs> no,
1: well you you know, they were the colonies. Yeah. Canada, New Zealand, Australia, India they were all the colonies, so they look to the mothership to yeah. take charge and this stuff and create this stuff.
0: Anyway, that's, a, that's for our Canadian branch. Next week, we'll continue down the Britain line and see what happens.